Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here to guide you over the next few weeks and introduce you to some people who are working in housing across Aotearoa, uh, to introduce you to some projects and hopefully to help inform you about what's going on in the housing space uh, so you can make some choices about the sorts of things you might want to get up to. Today I'm going to introduce you to Greg Freeman. Greg works in the space of community development and he's going to talk to us about the things that he sees and hears in the communities that we're developing around New Zealand uh, in terms of affordable housing. Hope you enjoy the show. Greg, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Uh, we're here to talk a little bit um, specifically to the role that you play. Really interested to get a sense from you and your perspective, not just here, because here today we're at Waimahia um, Inlet, which is uh, one of the larger communities which we've been involved with over the last 15 years, but more broadly to get an appreciation from your perspective of the elements of community in the many different contexts where we've operated over the years, maybe starting with, with your story of, of early days and, and what that looks like and, and how we uh, introduce ourselves in, in, in that context. Well, if I can just start maybe that saying that I'm on board from the nine, 2013 okay. so with the yep. Housing Foundation. Yep. But I, what I liked about the Housing Foundation is their commitment to the people side of their business. Mm -hmm. So what I immediately clicked on to, it wasn't about the Housing Foundation just producing great houses and here's the keys and you know where you go it's about how can we actually help this family on their journey and their journey doesn't stop just as soon as they they get the keys to their brand new house they really consider it around how do we create these great communities and so that's what I liked about them and that's actually what they brought me on to do is to help uh, foster that those communities happening so can you help walk us through, before anything's even started being built, what are the foundations that are, are, are there? I mean, obviously, a place like this, there was already, or, or other places like West Coast Road or even in Christchurch or, or in, in, in Avondale, there were already people there or there were already communities in the area. What, what, do, what, what happens? How does it work? Yep. Well, I just start with um, what basically makes someone feel like they're in a, a great community. And so, you know, it is, I think, it's about people connecting with their neighbours, connecting with the wider environment, um, and they get a sense then that they, they're knowing people, they're known, and there's a sense that we're part of something, so I think that's really important to remember. Um, that's part of our job is to create that sense of you feeling like this is your home mm. and you're feeling connected. You're yep. engaged with, with your community. Yep. Even engaged. I'm sorry, listeners might be listening to a strimmer which is outside because somebody's out strimming their, their lawn. So we've got community going on out the window right now. That's a weed eater to me. Oh, it's a weed eater. What? Okay. Did I make up that word? No, you didn't. But that's just um, that's where you were brought up. Okay. All right. You must be out west. Yeah, I am. I do live out west. So well, out south, it's a weed eater. It's a weed okay. eater. Okay. But look, um, yeah, you mentioned about some of our early developments, the Housing yep. Foundation developments. I think um, that's where the Housing Foundation realised it was important. Mm. That, you know, let's make this part of our DNA, mm -hmm. that we actually, as an organisation, 
we really care about communities and not just, you know, everyone says, every developer you say, you meet on their website, they all have, oh, we care about the communities, it's all about community. They don't do Jack, really. Okay. Okay, after okay. the families move in. We actually help foster that community building process. Right, so long after the families have moved in, we're still involved and engaged and participating. So what does that look like in terms of behaviour? Yeah, well, I suppose um, just this example in terms of Waima here. Right. So this development's three years old. Mm-hmm. Um, myself and, and Janice, my other colleague, yep. um, we uh, go along to resident meetings, the, the residents' association So you're still meetings. attending the meetings, yes, right. Yep, yep, yep. So we're still a source of... Um, uh, advice, yep. and um, we bring some some of the putia, some money as well, yep. um, and that always helps community activities. Um, we attend their activities so on the weekends and things like that. We're we're there and listening and talking and and, and sharing um, with with the residents. Um, so I think that's a really important yep. process. Um, so we're there. To, to talk to families about their ongoing um, situations or concerns or yep. uh, things like that. Um, and then uh, I suppose that leads us just being sort of more invested. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. And people see us as more invested. Yep. So they see us around. They've been in their house three years, but they mm. still see us around, mm. um, still can email us, yep. still can ring us up. Um, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, can you talk me through a little bit, like when we um, four years ago or five years ago, for example, in this particular location, the place where we are now standing in a, a nicely completed yeah. new Komatua apartment, two bit nice two bedroom apartment with lovely carpets and all that yeah. sort of stuff. How do it, I get one? It, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I was saying earlier, I'd, I'd like to live here too. This was just a huge, big uh, green field growing. Horse paddock. Was it horse, were horse horses were there? Yeah, look, had a, a, a long history of being a vacant space that people enjoyed. I've got a video from the early 1970s that someone took of down at the waterfront, yep. which is mangroves now. There was a, a launch tied up at a little jetty, and people were swinging off a, off a rope hanging from a pūtakawa into clear seawater. Fantastic. Right. And so enjoying that beach. So okay. it's come from that sort of um, that historical situation. Yep. It's been a horse paddock. Um, it's been somewhere where kids have been playing in the, here over the years because it's part of their neighbourhood. And we took that greenfields right. yep. and then came along, talked to the, the wider community, the neighbours. So that's like next door here we've got Clendon and we've got yes. Papakura and Manurewa and, and yep. closer in. More closer in. Closer in. Yeah, okay. more closer in. So um, that's the people who were going to be material affected yep. by whatever we did here. Yep. So it's about the surrounding streets and the surrounding neighbourhoods. We try to engage with them. There's the Weymouth Residents Association, long-standing group of uh, uh, people who are keenly concerned about their community. Yes. So... Just Weymouth's been a community like on a little peninsula, and Auckland came to meet it. And ah, some of okay. those, so they would have been a bit worried at first about what was going to be done here, right? That's the understatement. Okay, yes. so they were very worried. They were quite very, vocal about that. Very, yes. Okay. I used to turn up to their meetings and um, have quite a job to put my our perspective, the Housing yep. Foundation's perspective, because I know how the great families that come into this development. Yeah. But and 
I had a lot of uh, prejudice and bias against sort of what they saw as like a Housing New Zealand type of operation. Okay. And trying to persuade them, uh, show them that we were different. We, yes. we, were, we weren't a Housing New Zealand. We weren't a government agency. We weren't a, a fly-by-night profit-driven developer. Yep. So, yeah, in the end, they were actually giving me credit for sort of uh, handling all the, the um, fire and brimstone they used to fire at me. How do they feel now? Um, awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, that's a good outcome then. They, when, did, been, when did that opinion change? Um, probably after. I kept on coming, so yep. kept on going to their meetings, kept on putting my perspective and addressing all their, their concerns. They mightn't have accepted what I was saying initially, but I just kept on coming with our perspective. And eventually, people then get past what they think is going to happen, and they realise what is happening. Right. And then they start to get to know some people. Oh, they're out walking their dog. They meet other people from this community. Oh, they're just like us. In right. fact, they're, they're decent, hard-working Kiwis who have got in into their own home. Right. Oh, I like the sound of this. Yeah. So yeah, this is what we, we rode that wave right. with, with the wider community uh, and until we can swing them around to thinking, you know, this is really good for Auckland. This is good for New Zealand. This right. is having hard-working Kiwis getting into their first home, getting a, a foot on the property ladder, that's not a bad thing. Right. So the proof is in the pudding then. So, you know, um, there's, yeah. there's evidence now here and in many other places where... This, yep. this has been awesome in terms of the example of why we're here. We now can go into other communities with just a little bit more credibility, mm -hmm. and, but also it has the word has got out there. Yep. People talk to their whanau, their workmates, um, and it's not a hard sort of sell that they don't know us anymore. Okay. Words out there about Housing Foundation and, and how we do our business. So can you talk to me, please, just a little bit of detail. For example, here, 290-odd families have now, have now moved into their houses and live in this community. Who are they? Where did they come from? Um, can you just give us a bit of a sense of, 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 of who's living here? Yeah, sure, sure. Absolutely, because... Um, the neat part of my job is I get to meet many, many of these families. Mm -hmm. And they are awesome families. They are hardworking Kiwis who um, really have, um, by whatever reason, they've found the Housing Foundation and they've got into into a home through the use of our financial product, be it the, the renting before yep. they're quite ready to get into the shared ownership yep. or going straight into the shared ownership because they're mortgage ready okay so both of those those situations those families um yeah they're just um families going about their business raising their kids having more kids um older ones going off to college going off to university or whatever you know it's just it's life you yeah. know that's the rhythm of life and that's that's what we've got here we've got a cross-section of community uh, very ethnically diverse which really you'd think it would be anyway because we're in South Auckland and that's yep. that's the you know the so makes it's pretty much the same as on the other side of the fence right outside of of yeah, the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, um, as an organisation we're very proud of the number of Māori who are in this development uh, we've you know brought a special focus mm -hmm. on um, on helping that community um, and I think. Um, yeah, there's a lot of folk who are really appreciative of getting a chance with the Housing Foundation to get in and mm. being 
one of the few families in their wider farm out to, to own or on their pathway to own their own home. Yep. So, so can you yeah. talk a little bit about the um, mixture of tenures that are here, the sure. different types of, of, of households uh, and, and that idea of... Sure. Yeah. Sure. So um, in any development, what the Housing Foundation and our partners um, try and do is have a, a mixed tenure environment. What does that mean? What's, what's tenure mean? Yep. Maybe if I just give an example. Yeah, so uh, the, the examples of tenure would be someone renting, yep. someone partially owning their house, yep. fully owning their house, um, or, and um, renting maybe from a social agency, um, renting from a private landlord. So these are all different ways, pathways yep. of getting into their house. And we just call them tenures, okay. different, different ways of being in that house. So are all of those represented here in this community? Yep. Right. Yep. So just to run through, we have got open market sales. So yep. that means that, that as a partnership, as a development partnership, we've sold houses on the open market. Okay. We make some stipulations around that. So there can't be investors. So we. So they've got to live in the house. Yeah. Great. That's the key. Yep. Yeah. On, nail on the head. We, even if you're an investor, you live in somewhere else and you want to come and live here, we'll still sell your house, but come and be part of our community, live in it for three years. Right. So we've got those open market sales. Then we've got the two products that the Housing Foundation is, is known for. So it's it's Rent to Buy project, mm-hmm. program, sorry. So it's it, we call it Rent to Buy. You go in and you pay your, your, your renting, and you're renting because you don't, you're not mortgage ready. So your finance is a little bit all bit over the place. You know, you haven't planned for home ownership. You've got a little bit of debt, maybe things like that. So you're getting ready for home ownership. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, and but we need to work with the family mm-hmm. over maybe up to five years mm-hmm. while you're renting the house, and then turn your financial situation into you being mortgage ready. So you can go to the bank, and the bank says, "Here, we will give you a mortgage," and then you can get into the other housing foundation product which is the shared equity so when you go to the bank they say yep here's the money you've got a bit of a deposit here's what we can lend you and you go oh okay that's not enough to buy the full price of the property that's where the shared nature of the ownership happens housing foundation leave the rest of the money in you might be able to own 65 75 percent of the house with your mortgage and your deposit so housing foundation leave the rest of the money in. Like maybe mum and dad for some families would, would fulfil that function for them, but for, for the families we work with, they don't have a mum and dad with equity, so it's they ex- need another partner, right? It's exactly the same. Yep, yep we perform that mum and dad function. Yep. Um, there's no interest on the money that we leave in there. Yep. You know, we do get the same percentage back when you sell it down the track yep. later on. Um, so those are the, the two products. So how many households out of the 295 here would be in those programs? Is, uh, yep, uh, 150 plus. Right, okay. Yep, okay. Yep. so about 91 open market, about 150 in those, those two products there. And then we've got um, some community housing organisations. Yep. So like Habitat for Humanity, yep. Monte Cecilia Trust. We've got accessible properties. Um Court. My court. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Community of Refuge Trust. Very important. One of our partners. And they've had a big stake in buying houses here for their customers. Yes. So they've got a database of people who they want to rent to. Yep. Their special sort of area of focus is those with some disabilities and mental disabilities. Yes. So, um, but also they do have um, social housing tenants that just take off the MSD waiting list. So... Community housing providers, that's the people I, I mentioned, they've taken a big chunk as well yep. here. And we also then have 
um, Housing Foundation and Tutumukainga having some community rental. That's just those organisations putting aside six houses or more and just saying, long term, we're just going to rent those out into the market. Yep. You know, you don't have to be on a uh, on a sort of a, a pipeline to own your home. You're just needing long term, stable rental accommodation. Okay, so all of those different products and types of ownership and 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 rental arrangements are all present in the community. Yes. So it's interesting when you look around the community here, all the houses look the same. Yeah. Well, they they. They certainly do look. You can't tell who lives there. You can't tell if there's a um, someone who's bought it on the open market, you know, or someone who's renting from court, perhaps. Is that intentional? Very intentional. Why? We just, we just, why? Why do we do it that? Well, the the reason why I think we do it is that there's there's no stigma that can be attached to a uh, someone who's coming into this community as a renter. Hmm. Okay. We, as a community, we're just saying to you, your family, you're just you're a resident like the rest of us. You come to the table with this, you know, you're this got the same uh, rights and responsibilities as anyone. Just because yep. you're renting, you know, that's no, um, that's not a negative thing. Hmm. And so the best way of not having that stigma is having your house look very similar to everybody else. You just your house fits in. Yep. Uh, Greg, I just want to ask you about your perception because you have a unique opportunity because of your role and your relationship with all all of the households because you're in and out of people's houses, you're here mm-hmm. having having relationships with people. What do you think their experience is of living in this community? Has, has that been about the same as when they used to live in their old house, a bit better, a lot better? What, what's, what would they say um, typically to you about their experience of being here? Yeah, look, typically people are very positive. Okay. They have the, taken on board the opportunity they have to get on the property ladder and they're making the most of it. What I hear a lot is people say, I've got a feeling here in this community that's very similar to what, when I was growing up, which you don't hear a lot in Auckland because now we're in an environment where there's a little bit of a fortress mentality. You know, if you can put a big fence up in your front yard, you will. And you'll retreat in, and you maybe don't know too many of your neighbours. Um, so that's the sort of thing that's not happening here, right? Um, yeah, people seem to think that oh, my kids are playing on the road, and I know those kids because they're down down the road. I've seen them. I've met their their parents um, at, at a community function or whatever. I'm relaxed about the kids I see in the community. Um, you know, their kids are coming into my house and they're all over the place in the holidays and that sort of thing. You know, I think that's sort of how New Zealand used to be, yep. you know, yep. and I hear that a lot. Okay. And I sort of think, wow, and that's their doing. They've We've provided a, um, the, um, I suppose, the template and that's what we talk about. That, that's our vision, but... These are the families who make it a reality. Yep. They live it. Yeah. Yep, fantastic. Do you think uh, there's an opportunity uh, for us to do more of this sort of thing more often and that, that would be a good idea? What I think is that people are looking for this type of living. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everyone, you know, and, and certainly within this community, people can keep to themselves. To if, So, you know, that's that's fine, and people do. You can't always be open to engaging with your the wider community and your neighbours and things like that. But um, what I'm hearing is that 
even other communities that they would like to have more of this type of vibe, mm-hmm. this friendly vibe where you can't walk down the road without having to say, G'day, mate, you, you know you know each other. You've seen each other, even if it's just a friendly wave. I am on other, uh, in other communities, you know, um, in Takanini, and I go to their body corporate meetings once a year um, with this very large commercially driven development of up to six, seven, eight years old now. Where I'm going with the story is that I hear at their annual general meeting questions that are put to the floor. Why aren't we having um, meetings uh, or events that bring us together? You know, we used to have a Christmas barbecue when I first came here. There was one. Why are we having that again? Hmm. So I hear from other communities and not first-time buyer communities, that that's what they're after, and that's what we're helping provide here. Right. There's a, there's a, a craving for a bit more togetherness. I think there is. Yep. I think there is. There's the sense of, especially if you've got kids and things like that, there's a sense of, uh, I want to be part of a community. I mm. don't want to be an island. I want to be part of a community, and that's what makes it feel like home for mm. us. Mm. Just to close, I just wonder if you've got a few comments you'd like to make about the celebration of the completion of this project and what that represents because it's been a long journey and and I think we're all hopeful that we might get the opportunity to do um, another few like this. Yeah. Um, what what would your message be to people who may or may not have heard of Waimahia when, as we celebrate the completion of the project? Well, just to talk about um, the celebration, so that's tomorrow. It's going to be a beautifully fine day, and I think it's a chance for um, the development team um, to acknowledge the part that the community has played in in making this a success. Also a chance for us to acknowledge our wider um, team of consultants and, and all sorts of council and local board who have all played a part in facilitating this hugely successful development happening mm-hmm. when we when you think three and a half four years ago we if we were stood here would have been on a rolling sort of um hillock of, of and the horses grazing down the way and here we stand now 295 houses beautiful brand new homes with all these families living you know and seemingly really content to be here it's a huge achievement mm. the creation of that from nothing to something like this, it's huge. And I suppose tomorrow it's about really um, acknowledging the support that that a lot of people have provided us to make this happening. Fantastic. Well, I just want to, on behalf of the Housing Foundation, thank you, Greg, for all the work that you do and, um, and hope it's a tremendous success tomorrow. Well, um, don't forget to come. You're the MC. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers Paul. <laughs>